the reckoning is now, man. The market has shifted. And by the way, it's going to continue to shift. And that is an absolute fantastic thing at, uh, on so many levels. It truly, it really is. This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acre. And before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're not already. And while you're there, drop us a review to let us know how we're doing and we will read it here on the show. Our guest today is Michael Hellickson, returning to the show for the first time since October yeah. 2020. We were just saying like, man, time oh, flies. It Michael flies, man. Almost two years ago, we're excited to have him back. His accomplishments are a mile long, including selling real estate for over 20 years, listing and selling over 100 homes per month, and carrying over 750 active and pending listings all at one time. Having spent time as the number one team nationwide, Michael has taken his expertise and founded Club Wealth Coaching and Consulting, the only real estate coaching company to offer a double your income money back guarantee. Michael, welcome back to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. I love your new background, by the way. It's yeah. good to be back. I feel We're, like they should be singing that song. The boys are back in town. Right? <laughs> Seriously, man. Your episode, we've quoted your episode. I was telling you before we came on the show, we've quoted your episode so many times. We also use so many of your tips. We release Facebook ads as a service for our company. So we're running Facebook ads for, for agents and different businesses now. And we're using like so many of the tips even that you gave us back on that episode for follow-up and all that stuff. And it works. So I would encourage everybody, go watch that first episode, tons of golden nuggets. We're going to get even into better golden nuggets because it's going to be super timely. The market, no one knows exactly what's going on. People are saying, oh no, we're headed into a recession. People are saying, you know, the market's going to turn. I'd love to get your take on what you're telling agents today. How are you coaching agents in 2022? But if you can, just for the people who don't know about you, if you can just share just a little bit of kind of what you do today from a coaching standpoint, and then let's jump in. Okay, so super fast from a coaching standpoint. Uh, yeah, still uh, uh, own a company called Club Wealth Coaching and Consulting. We've got uh, just over 80 coaches. All of our coaches sell more real estate than the people they coach. That's very unique to us. Uh, so if you're doing 100 transactions a year, your coach does 200. If you're doing 500, your coach does 1,000 and so forth. Um, and we've got coaching for love that. on up to the top agents in the country. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, that being said, let's just let's just dive right in. If, you, if people want information about coaching, we'll give them a way to contact us later on. But I just want to get right into the content here because this is, this is just driving me nuts. You know, agents for so long have been, you know, and people in general, you know, they say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for more patience. And then they and then they get challenging people in their lives and they're frustrated about it. It's like, dude, like they, that, that's God telling you, here's your opportunity to be patient. <laughs> or they say, I want to, I want to pray for greater strength. So God gives us challenges so that we can have greater strength that we whine and complain about, you know, Oh, why do I have all these challenges? And for so long now, real estate agents have been whining and complaining and praying that all the weak agents would be taken out of the business, that we'd have more inventory. Guess what? Time is now. <laughs> here, here you go. God's giving what you asked for. So guess what? Quit your whining, right? Like it's time to embrace what's happening. And it's great news because guess what? All those weak agents you've been concerned about, they're going bye-bye. Like the, 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 the reckoning is now, man. The market has shifted. And by the way, it's going to continue to shift. And that is an absolute fantastic thing at, uh, on so many levels. Truly, it really is for those that are paying attention and know what to do with it. 
Mm, I love that mindset, the mindset of abundance, the mindset of like, it's the Warren Buffett mindset of, hey, when everybody's running from the market, that's when I run in, right? So it's that kind of, like we thought about that when we went through COVID and we had to go virtual and everybody's stopping hiring, everybody's firing people, everybody's thinking, what do we do? This is the end of the world. And we're like, oh man, we're going to hire more than we ever have. We're going to expand and invest more than we ever have just because you can capture so much market share. But I think there's something to be said about if you have prepared appropriately, because I remember like in the 2008 type timeframe, there was a lot of people who lost everything or lost their shirt because they had not really prepared. You know, you had those broker owners who did really well leading up to it and bought their boats and bought their second homes and bought all those things. And then boom, it came calling and they were gone out of the business. So what are you strategically telling people to do at this moment? Like how do they capitalize now that the market has shifted? All right. Well, first of all, write this down. Where there's chaos, there's opportunity. Mm. And again, there's chaos in the market right now. This is a great opportunity. And that's why, you know, people want to call this, you know, this is going to be the next reset or this is going to be the, the next recession or no, 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 no. Write this down. This is the great opportunity. And for those that embrace it, they'll make a ton of money. It's just like when we told people back in COVID, same stuff you guys implemented, right? Get out there, invest more, grow more, spend more on your business, you know, really capture market share and capture the top talent right now. Talent, lead sources, everything. Now's the time to grab them. And uh, those that do, those that do so wisely. And by the way, you'll also be able to get discounts on a lot of lead sources you're already paying for because they're freaking out and they're worried. And that's exactly what happened in COVID. It literally, I, I couldn't make this up. One day I told all of our coaching clients, I said, right now is the time to call your re realtor at Common Zillow reps and ask for a discount. <laughs> and literally a week later, guess what they all announced? Oh my gosh, we're throwing out discounts and everything's cheaper. And there's all these zip codes available now. Why? Because freaky people, you know, scared people, weak people, what do they do? They bail out on those lead sources at times like this. Yep. Well, this is the time to double down. All right. So, so that is step one. Like, what do I do right now? Right now, I need to double down. First of all, I need to understand what my ROI is on each lead source. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to analyze all my lead sources, figure out what's bringing me a return, what's not bringing me a return. And I'm going to double down on the stuff that is bringing me a return. All right, next, I got to do the same thing with my staff. I got to look at my team and I got to say, okay, who's bringing me a return and who's not bringing me a return? It is time to top grade your teams, guys. And that means you're going to have to let some people go. And that's okay because write this down. Eagles don't flock with turkeys. And if you want a team full of eagles, you got to get rid of some freaking turkeys. Quote of the episode, ladies and gentlemen, quote of the episode. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you don't shoot a turkey once in a while, seriously, like you're not going to have anything for the Eagle seat. So they got to They got to. <laughs> well, you know, so, what's so right. interesting, too, is that people don't see business uh, oftentimes the proper way. It's a high performance team. Some team members sit on the bench. Some get cut from the team. Yeah. Some are the highest performers. Some are supporting acts like it's just like a high performance championship team. And if you don't have that, like if you think of any football team, any basketball team, if you allow the schlubs to get out there on the court, you're never going to win a Super Bowl, never going to win a championship. 
worse yet, you'll chase the good ones off the top, yeah. right? Yeah. Watch this. Nick Saban said it best. You know, he was talking, and everybody says this analogy has been around forever, and I don't know who used it first, but but Nick Saban, I like the way he put it. You know, he says, you know, the any coach, any team leader, anybody, you know, that's building a, a high a high quality organization, their job is 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 a, a couple of things. One, it's get the right people on the bus. Two, it's get the wrong people off the bus. Three, it's make sure that the right people are in the right seat on the bus. And and here's the reason for getting the wrong people off the bus because low producers hate they they can't stand they they don't they don't survive in an environment where there's high performers and high performers can't stand being around low producers they can't stand it now here's the problem that most agents have most agents want to be everybody's friend they want everybody to like them they, and they want them to like them more than they want to be successful guys here's the thing it is not your job to make your team successful. It is your job to provide them with an opportunity wherein they can be successful, mm. but it is their job to choose to be successful within that environment. Preach and it. that comes down to their work ethic. End of story. There's mm, yeah. no other substitute for it. So good. In the moment you get off there and you try to force success on people, you take everybody down. Everybody goes everybody. down, yourself included, because it is just crazy. And it, and it comes back to, we always say it's like the standards. If you, what you're doing at that point is you're starting to lower your standards, lower your standards, because you're trying to keep everybody up with you and you all get eaten by the bear. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Not that I would leave you behind, Josh. I wouldn't leave you behind yeah, if, you, if the bear was chasing us. I just have to run faster, right? Speak for yourself, dude. I don't have to outrun the bear. I just got to outrun Josh. Why do you think I carry a knife with me in the woods? Dude, it's not to fight the bear. It's to cut my wife. I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Totally joking. I wouldn't All right, all right, all right. Jumping on, moving on that, to that went, one. That went really deep. Okay, let's go into marriage counseling now. <laughs> well, ju right, right. jump back to uh, your step one, because you talked about, you know, you want to go through, look at all of your lead sources. What are bringing you the most return on investment, whether that's return on ad spend, return on your time spent in generating leads from those areas. Are you seeing uh, uh, one like sort of on average out of your clients? Is there like a top three? You're seeing one starting to perform better or more consistently than others right now, or is it going to change every agent, every market? It's going to change every agent, every market. Uh, and, and I'll give you an example. Some areas, you know, some, some lead sources offer exclusive territories. Now, I say that in air quotes because the reality is there's no such thing as an exclusive lead in real estate. Let's, mm. let's start with that because that lead is not just clicking on that one website. They're going to 10, 20, 30 different websites and they're applying for all of them and, or, or for a number of them. And some of them are sending that lead to five, 10, 20 different agents. And that's why you've got, you know, what, 85 million leads in the U S per year and about eight and a half million transactions or something like that. I can't mm. remember the exact numbers, but it's, it's on that magnitude. So point being, Yes, it's going to change with each market and it's going to change with what's available in that market. That being said, there are certainly some lead sources that are better than others. They change all the time. Now we update, we keep, we keep a list. We've got about 109. So there's, there's like over 2000 lead sources in real estate. There's about 100 to 109 that we recommend to our clients on a regular basis. And then we update that list every year. And what we do is we're constantly going through and we're we're vetting them. We're finding out what the ROI is in each one. And then about once a year, we go through and we say, okay, we're going to rank them. So we take the top 17. And, I, and is now the time you want me to give you that now? So I, yeah, so that's that. it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's what I'll do. So for anybody listening right now, I'm going to give you a number. You're going to text the words club wealth, two words, club wealth to this number. It's going to be 727-287-5993. 727-287-5993. When you text the words club wealth to that number, I will send you 
17 of our top 109 lead sources that we recommend to our clients. Now, here's the deal. You probably have some of them and that's okay. And you've probably heard of a lot of them, but there may be one or two in there that you haven't heard of or that you're not using yet. Here's the key though. Don't try and implement them all at once. What you need to do is you need to take them down one at a time. Some of these are referral-based sources where you don't have to pay anything unless until unless you close something. Some of them are paid for per lead sources. There are all kinds of different sources. Here's the thing you've got to remember. You need a diversified lead flow. You've got it. You, you can't have just one lead source. If I want to make six figures consistently, especially coming into this new market, if I want to make six figures net income consistently, I'm going to need 10 to 15 lead sources. If I want to make seven figures, I need 25 to 35 lead sources consistently kicking wow. out business for me. Understand, as an example, one of our great lead sources um, that is resulting for my son, for example, you know, here's a 20-year-old kid. Six months in the business, he's got over 50 listings in his first six months. Um, yeah, right. Not bad, right? Um, and on three lead sources, by the way. Um, but that being said, here's here's the thing to keep in mind. One of those lead sources dropped off because he upped his spend on it and it's and it and it kicked something in their algorithm. All of a sudden he went from a number of leads per week down to just a couple of leads per week overnight. Well, wow. good news is he's got those other lead sources to make up for that in that short run. Um and and he's by the way he, in in the six months he's added a whole bunch more leads. What, what's his top money. one sphere? Is his top one sphere? Actually, guess how many transactions he's done from sphere. So you know, he just started selling real estate in January, and he has fifty listings. Yeah, he's I'll, taken I'll say I'll listings. say four, four or five. One. Wow. He's twenty years old. He doesn't know anybody buying houses. <laughs> he knows you though. I would well, network. I'm I would network to you that I bought from him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought a commercial building from him, and I bought. Oh, you're close to Yeah, yeah, thirty. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, that's. Uh, I was. I was wondering if that sphere was his top. What's his top one? What's his top lead source? Uh, Leadslikecandy.com. Believe it or say, not, say that again. Leadslikecandy.com. Leadslikecandy. Like yeah, uh, I haven't heard of that. We'll have to check that out. A lot of people will, as soon as they see it, they'll be like, oh, I know what that is. That's our discount link into this particular lead source. But here's the thing. Everybody acts like it's a terrible lead source. It's because they don't know what they're doing. They yeah, correct. And they don't call. Yeah, they don't follow up. Yeah. They don't nurture them. Dude, I, I, who's I, talk, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, oh, you know, I'm working these leads really, really hard. And I've been doing open houses and I'm so awesome. They're trying to convey, oh, they were trying to, they were applying for a job on, on Austin's team. And I do the recruiting for his team. And, uh, and they were trying to you know, convince me of what a great agent they are. And I said, well, let me ask you this. How many open houses have you held in the last three months? You know, I said, oh, I've held like 10 open houses in the last three months. Okay, so first of all, I'm like, okay, so you're weak. All right, I get it. All right, so now, <laughs> how many times, if I was one of those people that came through your open house, how many times have you followed up with me since the time I came through your open house? Oh, I'm really good at follow-up. I've, I've followed up with each one of them at least a couple of times. Jeez. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Wah, wah, okay, you've just wah. identified your first two problems. One, you have zero work ethic. Two, you don't know how to follow up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if you want to follow up with a particular lead source, you got to know what that lead source is. So how did those people opt in? What did they see when they opted in? What were they looking at? What did they click on? Why did they click on that? So that when you follow up with them, you're following up based on their needs, not your what your script that you think you've got in your mind is. It's going to be pertinent to them. Relationships are the key to success. Right now, everyone in your database knows three to five people who need what you sell. So how do you get those valuable referrals? By connecting consistently and meaningfully. American Lifestyle Magazine is a high-quality, 48-page publication branded to you and full of amazing content your recipients will love. 
It helps you stay connected with your clients and sphere, keeping you top of mind for referrals. Want to see how it works? Get your free sample of American Lifestyle magazine at ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. Well, to back that up to like on our Facebook ads and stuff, I mean, we're seeing you need a call minimum of 18 times. And that's just minimum to actually get like, okay, to a solution of, am I going to get an appointment? Am I not? We have people calling 56 times, following up 56 times and getting qualified buyers, qualified listings. And you really, and most people think about that and they cringe. They go, I, I could never call somebody that many times. Well, why not? You either believe oh. you have value. You either believe in your net and you're nurturing them or you don't. And I'm telling you, if you go in with the mindset of, I actually have value that I'm trying to deliver to this person, not I'm trying to sell this person something, even though you do want to sell because selling is value. It's de- delivering a solution to somebody's problem. But so yeah. many people have the wrong mindset, man. 100%. So let's solve the problem for those people that don't want to pick up the phone, right? I mean, because that's really easy. You don't have to you know, pick up the phone. If you don't want to pick up the phone, here's the one and only script you need to memorize. You guys got a pen? Everybody grab a pen. And, and just write this down. This is the one my, script you need to memorize. Phone. Yeah, this is super easy, man. You're gonna love this, Luke. This is right up your alley. If you don't want to make those phone calls, you know, you don't want to, you don't call three times a day for the first three days, three times a week for the next three weeks, three times a month for the next three months. That's the Club Wealth Rule of Three, right? Yeah, which is about 27 calls in three and a half months. Love so that. if you don't want to do that, no problem. Then here's what you do: memorize this script. Would you like? Write that down. Would you like? Would you like fries with that? <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Just, just, would you like fries with that? Done. Game over. You've got your career path figured out. You don't need to worry about making calls anymore. Game over. No big deal. Just the, just the upsell model. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, it's it just, it, no, it's just, it just kills me that people, it's like, if you don't want to make calls, go work in fast food because that's where you don't have to make calls. And if that's what you want for a career, then great. But if you want to make a ridiculous amount of money for a low amount of where on this planet can you make two to 500 and even more dollars per hour than real estate? Yeah, it's so good, man. It's so true. Oh, dude, it's like having a license to bring cash. That that went straight over my head because I was like, he's not being that brutal, right? Telling people to go get a job at McDonald's. No, he is. I like it. Okay, (laughs) round of applause. I going to say retire. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. If you don't want to, uh, uh, you know, make calls, what do you say to, to, like, what do you say to the Mm -hmm. agents who are, you know, not, not no joke. Like they are getting 90 plus deals coming in through in inbound coming in through things like social media and building a connection and TikTok, the Glenda Bakers of the world and the Shannon Gillette's of the world who are getting these deals coming to them through that content. Okay. They're the exception and not the rule, first yeah. and foremost. Let's start with that, right? And and for those that have learned how to build a great social media following, fantastic. That's awesome. Guess what? You still got to pick up the phone and follow up with the people that contact you. <laughs> you still got to call them, right? I mean, at some point, you got to get voice to voice and face to face with people to sell them a house. That's how this business works. To You're me, not, I mean... Uh, uh, no, I was going to say, I agree with you in the sense of like what what social is, is it's a way to have combos. It's a way to get your, and what social is so good for the world in one aspect or for the business world is it allows you to kind of have a deeper level type interaction than maybe some of the other marketing that you send, like an email or something like yeah. that. It can, it can connect you to that person more, but ultimately when they come through your DM, when they respond to a poll on your story that they're not in their dream house or they're interested to know how much their house is worth, 
You have to get what I call is like face-to-face -face interaction. You have to talk to them. You have to get in front of them. You have to have some type of combo where you're actually a live human being talking to another live human being. Mm -hmm. 100%. Every day people reach out to me via DM, social, you know, various channels on social media. And they say, hey, Michael, I want to find out more about your company. Or, hey, Michael, I'm interested in coaching. Or, hey, Michael, how do I get a coach? Or, hey, Michael, tell me more, whatever. Great. What's the, hey, thanks for reaching out to me. What's the best number to reach you at? Yeah. They give me their phone number. I have somebody call. Came over. I'm hands off at that point. They get taken care of. They get exactly what they want. And everybody wins. Right? But social media is not going to do all the heavy lifting for you. It's not going to do everything for you. It's great It's another tool. lead gen. It's another lead That's source. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's one of the lead sources that you need to have. One. Mm. Okay. Now, it's nice because it's also, it's not only is it a lead generation source, but it can also help you with lead follow-up to some degree, right? Because you continue to nurture and build those relationships with your social media. But again, you still need direct outreach, whether it's, and, and part of that will be DM, part of that will be phone, part of that might be email. Um, you know, there's lots of ways to do it, client events, there's all kinds of stuff. But here's a scary statistic, and this is something else I think people need to be aware of. Six years ago, 61% of the average agent's business came from where? Referrals. Sphere of influence. Yeah. Whether it be referrals, past clients, whatever, right? You know what that number was two years ago? No. 40%. And now the number is below 40%. Well, why is that? Why is that number dropping? Here's why. Write this down. You guys, this is a statistic people need to know. 92% of all buyers start their search where? Online. Online. And fully 72% of those work with the first agent they come in contact with that doesn't drop the ball and follow up. 72%. So it's kind of like that girl in high school, right? Remember the hot girl in high school? It's like, why, why is that loser? Why does he get that hot girl in high school? Why? Right? Because he asked and he didn't drop the ball and follow up. He wasn't afraid to ask the question. He wasn't afraid to make the cold call. He wasn't afraid to pick up the phone. And by the way, I don't do cold calls. I haven't done a cold call in decades, but my point is he wasn't afraid to ask, mm. right? Problem is, so many people want social media to do all the work for them. They're yeah. not. They're, they're not getting in there and asking the questions. That's so interesting. I'll have to check on like because I've seen it. I think it's between referral business and repeat business. NAR's latest data was sixty eight percent come from referral and repeat business of all the seller side transactions. But what I've always told people is like. The key that people miss out on to tie into what you're saying with referral business or repeat business, and some coaches disagree with me on this, is you're never going to get a referral if you don't ask the person for a referral. Meaning like the exception, we talked about the exception of social media and stuff like that. The exception a lot of times is people getting an advocate in your database that's going to be referring you left and right. That usually is the exception. Most of the people would refer you, but it's not at the top of their mind. It blows my mind how many agents don't make the call to their database, their sphere, just to check in and just to ask for mm. the referral. Because even though they don't give it that time, you've planted the seed. The next time you call them six months later or whatever it is, you planted the next seed, you watered it, right? And you're finally training your whole database to know how Luke really would appreciate referrals. And that's what really gets me. Uh, when it comes to sphere of influence marketing or referral-based marketing is people market to their sphere. We help them market to their sphere a lot of times, but they don't call their sphere. And you're just like, what the heck, guys? Like, you got to call them. You got to, you know, actually interact 100%. with them. Um, and that's really the key to getting those referrals. 
So let's take that a step further. That, that statistic that you're quoting, one of the things that people have to understand are, are the details behind that number. Yeah. So if I get a buyer lead, remember 92% of buyers start their search online. They don't call their buddy and ask for a referral. So if the, as a buyer, guess what? 40% of all buyers have what? A house to sell. And so what happens is now if that buyer comes in off of uh, a, an ad, an online ad or whatever, somehow they get them online. Then all of a sudden, so that's not a referral. But now when they go to sell their house, that counts as sphere of influence because I'm already doing business with them on the buy side. So now I get to count that as sphere of influence. And that's why that skews the number upward. Here's the crazy thing. And this is what I want you guys to think about. And this is, ah, man. And I love referrals. And by the way, if I counted numbers that way too, we don't count them that way. We count that as that was an online lead, right? And so we wouldn't have counted that as a referral. Uh, and so, yes, my son, as an example, has done a lot more than than that in, in number of referrals this year, uh, but we don't count them that way because that's not where it really started. It really started with an online lead or some other type of lead source. Hmm. Now, I get what thing. you're saying, just to so clarify. So I get what you're saying yeah. there. So you're basically going, you have a list of people, but you're measuring them from the funnel, in essence, that they came in mm-hmm. from. Like you have a, yes. you know like a landing page out there. So this came from the landing page. You have postcards going out. Let's just say this came from a postcard. I get what you're saying there versus going where a lot of people will go, well, this person was in my database and they ended up doing business with me. So they're a sphere deal. You would go, well, what funnel, what, what, um, I don't know, doorway or trigger did they come in through? Right. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. As an example, think about this. I mean, how many people do you have in your database? I mean, people have tens of thousands of people in their database, but all of a sudden, but but guess what's not happening? People are not following up with their database. But all of a sudden that person comes in through realtor.com or Zillow or some other source. And you got to count that as a realtor.com or Zillow because they're going to expect to get paid on it. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Even though it was in your database, you're paying now for that lead. So that being said, check this out. So First and foremost, you've got to follow up with those people. But here's the other thing that I think people are forgetting. When we head into a tighter market, now I'm not chicken little. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to see a tidal wave of foreclosures or no foreclosure. And frankly, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter, right? Because all we can do is control the controllables. Now, that being said, let's just say for a moment for those chicken littles out there that think that we are headed into a foreclosure market again, right? And the reality is if rates continue to climb and and prices adjust even just a little bit or just stay flat, anybody that's bought a home in the last year and anybody buys a home for the next couple of years, you know, presumably if I've got an eight to 10% cost of selling and I stop making my payments fairly recently after I get my mortgage, well, guess what? I'm probably gonna be a short sale or a foreclosure. I mean, that's just reality. So that being said, If that happens, guess what? Nobody does. Nobody in 2007 to 2011, nobody called their buddy up and said, Hey, Josh. So, uh, Hey man, I'm going to lose my house to foreclosure. If I don't get it sold right away, do you have a realtor you could refer me to? It said nobody ever. Right. That's why Brian almost went out of business back then because all his coaching clients were referral based only. And I'm not criticizing Brian. Brilliant guy. Never feel sorry for a guy that owns a plane. Right. That being said, (laughs) you can't rely hundred percent on referrals. If you're a hundred percent, and when I was in at the peak of my business, I mean, we were doing 120, 180 transactions every month. Mm. We were doing about 190 per year by referral. So I like referrals and it's really easy to get more referrals, but you need to diversify your lead flow. Yeah. No, I totally agree. What was it? I mean, speaking of um, coaches, different coaches like Tom Ferry, he came on the show one time. He's like, there's no bad lead. Like that was his whole philosophy. I think when he started coaching, right. Is like, you can get leads from 
from anywhere. The question, like I always boil it down to, if you go up one step higher, it's really like you're in a relationship-based business. How do you build relationships with people? You got to get to know them. How do you get to know people? Well, first they got to know you exist. And then you got to have conversations with them to build trust. You've got to deliver value to them. So anything in your business, when you're thinking about, hey, how do I do business with people? Wait, you got to build relationships with the people who need your services. How do you get your brand out there? Social's one way to do that. Go right to the bottom of the funnel. Zillow's a way to do that. Realtor.com. Go to the top of the funnel and, and produce content and do YouTube shows and stuff like that. Like this podcast right here has brought us in so much business but it's really a top of the funnel lead source, Mm -hmm. right? It's content that is semi-related to our marketing company, right? But it's not totally, we're not on here just going every show, use Reminder Media, use Reminder Media, but it slowly brings people into our ecosystem, gets them to know Luke and Josh. Over time, they develop trust, right? By the content we deliver because it's valuable to them. And eventually they go, man, I need help with marketing. What is it that Luke and Josh do? And then they go to our website type idea. So it's, it's the same concept. Yep. But you should be doing all of it. That's the thing. And you are, you're doing all of it. And that's, that's the message I think people need to come away with today is it's not doing just this or just yes. that or just this. It's do all of it. It's, you've got to be everywhere. And by the way, next time you bring up TF or any of those other coaches out there, dude, you better, you, you're going to have to come up with a podcast one time where we're like, I want to go toe to toe with him. Dude, yes. I would love <laughs> to get you, Tom <laughs> Ferry, and Brian Buffini on. That would be sick. Freaking bring it. Any of those guys, you name any uh, one of those guys. And here's the thing. But I want you to let them know ahead of time. Hey, guys, you're going to be getting on a podcast with a guy who's actually sold real estate at a high level. So be prepared. Well, we'll talk about building relationships. I don't know if that would serve us very well. But <laughs> but oh, here's a great one, though, for you then, right, is then on that thought, because I'm, you know, I follow um, Byron Lazine. He's awesome. You guys should check out his content. I don't know Byron. Yeah, he's awesome. He just um, reduced or produced a website called BAM that's going to kind of be a competitor, I think, to Inman. Different, right? But competitor to Inman News and stuff. But he's he's awesome. He just interviewed Ricky Carruth. And Ricky obviously is pro-free coaching and anti-paid coaching. Ricky is pro-build my downline at ESP. That's what Ricky is. I get that. I want to hear because you were just saying, hey, you've actually sold real estate, right? That's alluding to Tom Ferry Mm -hmm. not selling real estate, I'm assuming, Uh right? And so Ricky saying, he's like, hey, if you're paying for coaching, you shouldn't have to pay for coaching. What's your view on paid coaches versus free coaching? Well, first of all, you get what you pay for. And second of all, what Ricky teaches people is how to be a slave to the business. What he teaches people is how do I trade time for dollars? That's not what we do at Club Wealth. What we do at Club Wealth is we teach you how to build a business mm. where you can start trading ideas for dollars, where you can finally start getting paid 24 7, 365, whether you're at work or not. That's not what Ricky's teaching. And by the way, you got to be, anytime somebody's willing to give you something for free, you better be asking yourself, why? What are they really after? What is their real goal? And I'm telling you, for that for that one, it is 100% get you in my downline. That's what he's after. Uh, and so, but that's not what we do. Club Wealth, we're brand agnostic coaching company. And by the way, nothing bad to say about, about EXP or anything like that. Great company. We've got a lot of coaches and clients that are there. We got coaches and clients at every brand. Um, and it doesn't, your brand doesn't matter in terms of your success. It really doesn't. There's well, definitely so the brokerage brand, I don't think matters at right. all. It, it comes down to you. No, I, it's, it's yeah. super interesting. I'll let people, obviously the audience can make the decision. I love the hearing people's opinion on it because everybody like, it's the whole, Hey, do I go to a coach who's never sold real estate? 
Well, you know, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick has never, you know, been Tom Brady's, you know, a Tom Brady level quarterback, but he can still coach him. Right. So there's, I think angles in every bit of the argument, we go, okay, I can see that person's point. So it's super interesting to hear yours. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. It's it, That's exactly the argument people that have never sold the real estate at a high level give when they want to talk about, you know, oh, it's not necessarily a serve at a high level, but here's what you really got to ask yourself. Who has consistently gotten the best results out of their coaching clients? Who has yes. moved the needle the most for their coaching clients, period? And I will tell you right now, and I didn't do this study, Realtor.com did a study a couple of years ago, and they figured out, Tom, we'll just use Tom as an example. Tom's average client did just over 20 transactions per year. Mm. Our average client does just around 200 transactions a year. Uh, so his group, he's got 10 times the number of clients we do. And our clients represent more transactions per year than his clients do as a group. Um, and again, not a criticism. Look, I think Tom has built a fantastic business, Brian as well. I think they've both, and for who they're targeting for their audiences, I think they've done a fantastic job because who they're targeting is, you know, Brian wants to target people that only want to work with friends and family and referrals and all that kind of stuff. Great. Good for you though. That's not our audience. Okay. We're not the cupcake audience. We're the hardcore. Let's get in there and make a, make a great living. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to work hard for five years and I'm not going to have to worry about it the rest of my life. Crap, right. Like I want to, I want to put the time in now and build a business that later on I can just work eight hours a week and make a seven figure income. That's mm-hmm. who our coaching clients are. Um, Tom, again, great. He's really, really good at the entry level. Kind of, he's very similar to Mike, only a little bit different. Tom's more diversified in his lead sourcing, but he and Mike both cater to that entry level agent. And they do a very nice job of getting that entry level agent to start picking up the phone, to actually have conversations, to learn a little bit of NLP, to you know learn some sales. They're very, very good for those entry level agents. They really do a nice job of it. Uh, I, truly, like I, I worked with Mike 30 years ago, back when he was young, probably 97 years old. I love Mike. I really, um, <laughs> but my point is simply this, you got to ask yourself, what have they done for their coaching clients? When I can take somebody from 15 transactions a year, that's been in business for seven years, never done more than 15 transactions a year. And in their first year with us, I can have them doing 150 transactions a year. That's different than what Tom and Mike and Brian and, and Ricky provide. Mm. It's very different. And it's very common for us to get those kind of results. Dude, incredible. Man. I love the, I yeah. love the passion. I, I want to get all these coaches on <laughs> round table. Phenomenal. Cause I feel Please. like, Oh, this would be an incredible combo. Cause I can't obviously speak all to right. Tom or to Brian and them. I'm not them. But um, what I do love in that to mm-hmm. take away for the audience too, is think about that from your business perspective. What is your yeah. niche? What are you focused on? Who is your audience? Because every single one of these gentlemen that you were just mentioning Mm -hmm. and yourself included, you guys are extremely successful and it shows you, it goes back to how we open this podcast, how we're closing it. It's this mindset of abundance. I mean, there's so much opportunities. There's so many ways to win. It really comes down to who are the people who are willing to take action to get out there and actually pick up the phone. Cause if you're not, do they, or do you want fries with that? hundred percent. There you go. <laughs> Michael, man, thank you so much for being here. Always a great time having you on the show. Before we uh, close out here, let people know how they can connect with you, learn more about Club Wealth. I just shoot a text message to that number. Go, you know, shoot that text to 727-287-5993. Text the words Club Wealth to that. We'll shoot you our top, uh, sorry, 17 of our top 109 lead sources. Um, I'd start with that. You can also look us up on Facebook. You know, we've got a Facebook group with about 43,000 agents in it. Mm. Um, but, uh, but just know this, if and when you reach out to us, know what we aren't. 
know that, you know, we're not, we're, we're not the easy coaching company. We're not the, we're not the snowflake crowd. Like it, it, there's expectations. And, and we, I'm telling you, if you're working with us, expect to be pushed, expect mm. to be driven to the next level. I love it, man. Thank you again. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to dive deeper in this episode. Get those uh, links as well as that number that uh, Michael mentioned here. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com. You'll also get the show notes for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, want to show your support, there's only two ways we ask you to do it. First is to head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review, and as well as a comment. And the best way to help out the show is to tell a friend. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Great episode. Here's what I need you to do. I need you guys to all go to Tom Ferry and Brian Buffini, tag them and say, we need to get you on Stay Paid with Michael Hellickson. It will be the best podcast ever. It would be a phenomenal, but here's your real action item to take your business to the next level. Incredible interview. And I love the passion, man. If you guys aren't that passionate about your business, what are you doing? Wake up. Yeah, exactly. Because that should get you fired up to go out there and change lives. Here's how it starts though, right? It's 2022. Things are shifting. Things are crazy. This is your opportunity. So sit down and do what Michael said, analyze every single one of your lead sources and determine what's the ROI from those. What are you actually getting from those lead sources? So you know where to double down. And do you have 10 different lead sources? Do you have up to 17 different lead sources? If not, go get those 17 lead sources from Michael by texting that number. Guys, remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 